Oh, like Sean's got techno. I saw it. It was it was a guy from the dance. He looked like you. <laughs> Dude, it was great, man. Oh, we're recording. Good morning, guys. January 31st, 2021, and this is episode 31 of the Four Point Plan. As always, I am your host, JR, a drug counselor from Los Angeles, California. I'm excited to be here for episode 31, and I know my friends are too. We're starting off bright and early on a Sunday morning, so let's start off by saying hello to my friend Sean. Sean, say hello to everybody. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Four Point Plan. Four we cover the four-point plan, and you cover your face. Four-point plan! That's what we're talking about. It's nice and early, and we're excited. We're amped up. Guy, tell everybody about the uh, uh, hello, and welcome to the four-point plan. Oh, I'll tell everybody about the hello and the four-point plan. We're going to get to that today, too, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! <laughs> it is exciting. We're talking about a four-point plan that will save you and help give you a life beyond your wildest dreams. If you're struggling with drug addiction and alcoholism, we can teach you about recovery and sobriety, and we've got a plan to do it. It's got four little points to it. Those four points include going to 90 meetings in 90 days, getting a sponsor, getting a home group, and getting a commitment. And people are probably out there wondering, why? Why are we so amped up? Why are we so excited here on this episode of the Four Point Plan? Well, I'll tell you why. Because here, the final weekend of January 2021, it is convention weekend in our area. So the people have been getting up, having fun at the AA convention all weekend long. Hey. And uh, my friends here, they're very active at the convention. Sean is, uh, has a commitment at the convention. And remember, having a commitment is part of staying sober. It's part of the four-point plan. Commitments will keep you clean. That's what they told me. I said, give me lots of commitments then, baby, because I want to stay lots of clean, right? So we've been, we've all been popping in and out of the convention all weekend. Sean's had fucking duties there. He's had to sit there and, and play security online because it's not a regular convention. This year, it's a virtual convention. And there's something I want to tell you all. I don't like conventions. I've been sober for 12 years. I've been going to conventions for 12 years. And I don't think I've ever liked a single one of them. I hate conventions. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and say it here first. Conventions are for dicks. There's a lot of dicks at conventions. I'm not into it, man. I'm not into conventions. But, hey, uh, I was willing to be a little open-minded this year and check out the AA convention in years gone past. I always went to the NA conventions. And, man, I'll tell you what, man. The NA conventions suck balls. They're like fucking lottery machines. They suck balls. You know what I'm saying? They're like a two-way vacuum cleaner. On one hand, they blow, and on the other hand, they suck. So there's nothing good about the NA convention. I was of service to the operations committee for my oh, first year on. of the NA convention, and someone tried to start a fight with me. Uh, it's some bullshit. Um, and then I go and I look around the NA convention, and what you have is a bunch of gangsters, but they're all dressed up like dicks. So uh, <laughs> it's just stupid. Uh, they get together and they pose for photographs as if they were posing on the prison yard for a gang photo. 
It's really stupid looking. Yeah, they cross their arms. They throw up gang signs. They, the squat, the squat with the gang sign is always my go-to. I'm always like, "Wow, look at that guy! He's, he thinks he's still in prison." That's what he has, huh? <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't like conventions, but I try to be open-minded. And sure enough, man, I went to the convention this weekend, and I was not digging it, not digging it. And then all of a sudden, man, out of nowhere, you know how they always say, "Don't leave before the miracle happens." All of a sudden, I heard a story that was so intense. It was fucking miraculous, and I was impressed by this convention. So, woohoo! I did not go to a virtual dance because the idea of a virtual dance sounds stupid as fuck to me. But hey, uh, Guy went to the virtual dance, so I can't wait to hear about Guy's experience at the virtual. Oh yeah, the virtual comedy show. I can't wait to hear about Sean's experience uh, doing security <laughs> at the virtual convention. But I'll tell you, you know, for my part, I went to some virtual meetings at the virtual convention. I saw some of my new friends in AA. I really dug that part. And, uh, yeah, I even heard a friend of mine, uh, Peggy, speak yesterday. So that was pretty cool, too. So I like Peggy? Huh? From the oh, Sunday like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quaff. The Quaff girl. Quaff. So, yeah, it was cool, man. And I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised at some of the stuff I experienced there and some of the things I heard. Uh, but I want to hear about y'all's experience, man. Uh, uh, let's start with Sean, because, you know, when Guy talks, it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, tell me about uh, being in service at this convention. I know last year I stopped by the convention. It was my first time in an AA convention. And uh, uh, I, I was so stoked to see you there. And it made me more comfortable being there because I didn't really know many people a year ago. Um, but this year you got to do this... Uh, commitment online how has the experience been for you uh, pretty i'm pretty grateful you know i mean part of part of my my, my sobriety is you know commitments and, and being of service and, and I, I fully believe that's how you stay sober and that's how you help other people stay sober last year was obviously different than this year you know i just i think i just sold tickets last year but i was part of it you know and that was a big it was a i enjoyed it a lot i always enjoyed being part of it this year, obviously with the Zoom format, you know, there's a lot of dickheads out there who like to flash obscenity and, you know, lay in bed and just do nothing and, you know, maybe uh, flash their, their God knows what. You know, with 800 people in the meeting, you know, I think there's like six or seven uh, security team members and we just make sure to monitor, monitor people, make sure they're not, uh, you know, doing weird shit on camera. You know, everybody's looking for a freebie and well, we're there we're there to shut you down if you are but it's it's, it's so important for me to to, to be a, a service and and to and to get back to the program to save my life you know and i mean i'm super new and like you guys I'm sure you all know i'm pretty new in recovery but this is my second year and i think jr wanted to join the committee next year, see if I can get him on the roster, if he's still up for it, if he's still sober, if he's still my plan, I'll bring him on board. Maybe he'll get a nice little sweater with his name on it. J.R. Roberts, get him in, get him on board. What? I think you meant uh, N.A. sucks balls like bingo, not like lottery machines. Lottery machines stick your money. Bingo sucks balls. You're muted, buddy. Hey, do you remember when you were a kid and uh, they used to do the lottery numbers on the TV and you used oh, to yeah. watch them and they had the machine yeah. the machine had stuck balls. Yeah. It was a ball-sucking machine. Yeah. Which now, is okay. what I call oh. the NA convention, a ball-sucking <laughs> machine. 
Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, I went to, I think it was an AA convention, maybe, I don't know what it was, but it was a long time ago. I wasn't there for, you know, because I wasn't sober then, but I went there for some reason. I was with somebody and we went there and we sat in this big room and there's tons of people talking and yeah, it was totally different than, than now because now I'm a part of it. And I don't know, it's, I, I enjoy it. It's fun. You know, I love events like that. And this is fun being part of it and all these sober people are just, I don't know. Yeah, the dance was a little different. Comedy show, you know, it was, well, I had to work it, so I couldn't really pay attention too much, but I could hear it, you know, but it's different because the laughters and, you know, there's a lot of people that they can't laugh because everybody has to stay muted and, I don't know, it was, it was, it was a good experience. I'm glad I, I'm enjoy. I'm glad I'm, I am glad that I'm part of it. <laughs> Sorry, super early. <laughs> guy how was your experience i love i love conventions period i love them we get we get all these people together in recovery that's great they're not all going to be great people you know it's not the convention's fault it might just be some of the people's fault so i like all conventions i like i like getting together with a lot of people it's fun it's all thousands of alcoholics and addicts together with the that I, that all want recovery or in recovery that's it's just a beautiful thing it blew my mind the first time i went just to see that many people together in recovery it it just it let, let me address this guy let me ask you about this cuz my fucking sponsor says the same stupid shit he says Oh man, I went to the World Convention and they had fifteen thousand addicts all together in one room. And I thought that sounds fucking terrible. I could think of like <laughs> addicts I like, and the other fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety ninety-seven people I would have fucking wanted to beat the shit out of. Plus fifteen thousand addicts in a room, man. It's amazing! That it's amazing. fucking terrible. It it's amazing. I love it. Um, they are usually in person, like we said, but this year in our area, they had it virtually and it was still awesome just to see some people that I have because of the, just because of the pandemic. And sometimes we don't see all these people during the year. You know, we can't go to every single meeting, even though we are going to 90 meetings in 90 days, we don't see all of these people all the time. So I got to see some people online, which was cool. Um, got to chat with them. You know, I don't know. There's there's a lot of good reasons for why a convention is a good thing. I don't know, man. You really like those large groups of people. So I go to a lot of meetings, man. I'm a meeting maker. Meeting makers make it. Meeting makers make it to a lot of meetings. I like going to lots of meetings, right? So I used to have a home group on Thursday night over at Discovery House, and there were five people. It was me and four other dudes. And then one of them started using it. It was me and three other dudes. And that was my home group. I loved it because it was small and intimate. We could be honest and share about stuff. Now, whenever I go to guys' home group, it's fucking packed, jam-packed. You're shoulder to shoulder. You're sitting in these little uncomfortable chairs, and you're touching the person next to you. It's fucking <laughs> terrible, man. And then there's a fucking uh, there's a Pacific group meeting on Wednesday nights. I tell everybody about it because it's famous, right? But they have a thousand people there every week. They have to rent another parking lot at the church across the street so they could, they could park enough cars for people to go to the meeting because there's a thousand people at the meeting. 
You wouldn't catch me fucking dead in a meeting with a thousand people. That's fucking ridiculous. Especially <laughs> a bunch of fucking alcoholics. What do I want to be around a thousand alcoholics for? Does someone start a fight with me or steal my shit? Nah, man. <laughs> oh, man. It, I don't know. Some Small meetings are cool, too, but there's something about there's power in numbers, you know? That was one of the things that I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of us like doing these these programs anyways, because we're not alone, you know, and I don't know. We're human beings. We like I think we like people for the most part, but we're not going to like all people. But I'm telling you this. I think the conventions are amazing. I have a, I had a commitment at the convention too. Um, I'm an official dancer at the <laughs> at the conventions every year. And uh, this year we had to do it virtually, but I was getting my groove on online, had some fun, making people laugh, putting smiles on people's faces. Man, that's what life's about. I love I love making people laugh and smile. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Dude, the other night you were there with a with a with a monkey mask on. You looked like you were. I don't know. I thought, I thought maybe you weren't sober because you were like. What? <laughs> I remember you're like, oh God, look at this guy. His name's Guy. He's running around with a monkey's mask on. <laughs> that's the thing. <clears throat> There's a difference between I, laughing, that's what I love about them, about you and laughing with you. Yeah, well, at me, with me. Ah, as long as, as your, your, your commitment. Laughter's, laughter's a, good, uh, a good remedy for a lot of things. No, yeah, I, I agree. Do. I agree. Whether they laugh at me or with me, it's all cool. They have a they had a comedy show last night. People were tell laughing. Tell me about the comedy show. Yeah, you tell me about your experience, guy. Oh, it was cool. There was thousands of, well, I don't know, it was hundreds and hundreds, almost a thousand screens, and everybody was laughing. I think they had they had like seven comics up there throughout the evening. Um, awesome. People were laughing. You could see it. You couldn't. You could, they had some people that were unmuted that where you can hear them laughing and stuff. But um, you can see the faces. And now, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard a rumor that they had canned laughter. That they had they had brought people specifically, like hired people, just to laugh at their jokes, even if that shit wasn't funny. Is that true? I don't know. I was laughing for reals. <laughs> there was there was some pretty good stuff in there. Some good material. Yeah, they, they had season laughers on there because I can't unmute everybody because it would just be, you know, pandemonium if everybody was unmuted. So, yeah, I believe they had some some well-seasoned. Yeah, you can't just unmute a heckler like me. I would be in there. Whoa, hey, what about that, man? That's why I kept an eye on you. Yeah, Sean was. Podcast Sean was, sports. Was computer an eye on me. That was good. <laughs> good <thing. laughs> so, John, you were also at the uh, comedy show. You were doing your security commitments there, making sure that people weren't jerking off on video while yeah. the comedians were doing their thing. Yeah, I was. You know, and good, good, good job. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I like I said, I didn't really get to, to pay attention to the whole thing because I had to, you know, I had to work, but. I can hear in the background, and there's a lot of famous comics on there. And watch for masturbators. And we had to watch for masturbators while they were up there doing their set. 
I only saw like three or four masturbators the whole I didn't see anything. I didn't see anybody doing anything weird. There's 800 people there and they're all just. Yeah. yeah. I heard a guy was doing some weird shit. Yeah, I, I got to pin guy up to my screen and keep an eye on him. Because <laughs> the covers or something. I don't know. It was. Well, I had to get ready. That's when I was getting some rest. I, I was laughing, <laughs> watching the comic show because I had my dance, another dance to do last night. Oh, so you're resting? Playing with his puppy under the covers. Made oh, that puppy. He doesn't have a puppy, though. What? <laughs> Puppy, he's always yeah. Man, conventions are great. Having fun. You know what it was about? For me, it's about having fun in sobriety. You know, they had some awesome speakers at the convention. They have awesome meetings. I get to see meetings that I don't usually get to see all the time. Even though in, with Zoom, we, we can visit other uh, people's meetings pretty regularly and, uh, and freely nowadays. But there was just... It was about fun. You get to have fun too. They do fun things. Um, Dude, turn off your answering machine. Yeah, who's calling you? Just unplug it. I thought that was beeping in my head. Oh. You, <laughs> you can't even hear it anymore. I'm used it's to ridiculous. it. Hey, what about that lady that spoke on Friday night, the keynote speaker, the main speaker? Man, she made me want to smoke heroin. She was so boring. <laughs> I liked her. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not going to comment on it. She was better than some it. of the other speakers I heard. That Seriously, dude, I heard this guy yesterday in a tuxedo t-shirt that fucking spent so much time talking about all of his fucking war stories and shit. I was like, wait a minute. I thought this is why I left NA because all the fucking speakers <laughs> to talk about is war stories. Dude, we know you got high. You're wearing a fucking tuxedo t-shirt. You're obviously someone who did a lot of drugs. <laughs> You're still wearing it. Look like a penguin. And uh, and then he's like, I think that they must have splashed him aside and said, you have a minute left. And he's like, oh, uh, then I went to rehab, stopped using it, went to meetings. So thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for telling us fucking long stories about getting fucking loaded, jerk off. Um, yeah. But that was when, okay, so after I heard him, I'm like, fuck the AA convention. It's just like all the other conventions. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then this lady started sharing, and I'm like, oh, God, more goddamn bullshit. So I get on my phone, right? And I'm, I'm texting Julie, and I'm about to say, these AA conventions are fucking bullshit too, right? And right as I'm typing it, through my speaker, I hear this lady say this fucking dullard story, and it was so horrific. I had never heard anything more fucking terrible in all time, and I stopped, and I was like, oh, my God. How the fuck would you ever get sober? So I'll go ahead and repeat it, even though I'm not naming any names or anything, but this is a story that I heard, and people might have heard it before. It's just... The most horrible thing I've ever heard. But a lady basically said, you know, I smoked some meth. I took some some Xanax. I got my kid, got in the car. Next thing I remember is I woke up in the hospital and a priest was telling me I'd kill my son. I said, what? The most horrible thing I've ever heard in my life. And I'm like, how the fuck are you here at an AA meeting now telling this story and sober? Because if I have one reservation in my list of reservations, man, it's something terrible to happen to my kid. So I can't imagine being responsible for ending my kid's life 
and ever getting sober. I feel like I would fucking drink myself to death if that was my circumstance. But at the same time, super inspired and grateful to hear a member coming to AA and say, hey, this happened and I'm sober now. And it's phenomenal. And she paid a price too, man. She went to prison for a while and, you know, it was pretty intense, man. And that changed, that changed my opinion, my tone of the whole AA convention. Because once I heard that, I realized this is what the convention's for, man. The convention, so you can go somewhere and hear somebody speak that you've never heard speak before and tell a fucking story that can really impact your recovery. Like, what fucking reason would I ever have to fucking drink and use again if this lady can stay sober? If she can stay sober after fucking losing her child, even playing a part in losing her child, then what reason could anybody ever have to fucking use? I don't think that there's ever going to be a reason to use, especially after hearing that. See, one good experience. It makes a great convention. Does that mean you're going to be on the committee with me next year still, Jr.? Absolutely, man. Guy? I'm going to get service, man. I'm going to get commitment. Guy? Yes, I like it. I get, I told you I got a commitment there. It's a, I'm an official dancer. At no, the no, yeah. How about the committee? You want to be part of the committee? Oh, the committee. Yeah, I might do that. You know, he's already a member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> I got some big man boobs. <laughs> That's what happens when you get in recovery for a while. I've been sober for 12 years. I've been eating birthday cakes for 12 years. <laughs> that I used to shoot heroin with, and I picked up the fork that I used to eat chocolate cake with. Ooh, put down the spoon and pick up the fork. That's right. We do. I'm growing in recovery. I got sober. I was 150 pounds. Today, I weigh in as svelte 263 pounds. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Heavyweight cake eater. <laughs> you <laughs> Not the lightweight champion of the world. <laughs> the heavyweight champion of the world. Oh, man. It's so good to be clean and sober, man. And, and yeah, I'm glad that I, I hit the convention. Uh, I'm glad I heard some yeah. good speakers. I was glad you were there, too, JR. It's not over. It's stalled today, too. Yeah, but it's still going on right after this podcast. Yeah. Spiritual breakfast this morning. Woohoo! That's going to be awesome. In a half hour, I'll get on. It'll be good. Yeah, I get to go on the uh, one year, one year sobriety birthday meeting. Yeah, that's this morning too. Yeah, that's great. That's, <clears> why, <throat> that's why we're on this early because I have to be there. Soon. Yeah, it's usually on the on Saturday night, I believe. What the right? fuck? Is the one year sobriety birthday meeting? I'm not sure. Well, they, it, they, go through, they go through uh, each year. If it's the same meeting, I'm sure uh, it is. Yeah, they usually do it on us uh, on Saturdays, on Saturday night. There's a lot of people who got clean, you know, through the pandemic, you know, for the one year, and they asked ask them to share their experience about it. Whoever made it through a year, within their first year, within their last year. Usually they, it's in person. Now they're doing. I wonder it. how they're going to do the sobriety countdown um, before the before the, the Sunday morning main speaker. They usually do like a sobriety countdown. They had everybody in the room will stand up and they'll say, all right, everybody with uh, less than a year, sit down. Or, or everybody with, yeah, 30 years or, or above, sit down. And then they, they keep going all the way down till they have, they have like people, they say, everybody with uh, one month of sobriety, sit down. And then at almost, there's only like a few people left standing. And they say, 
everybody with one, with six days, five days, four days, three days, two days, one day is sober. And they have, they usually have one or two people that are just like one day sober. And the convention is their first experience of being sober. And it's a, it's awesome. And everybody goes nuts and they, they, they give them a big book and they, and they're like, you are, you are the reason why Alcoholics Anonymous exists. And it's, it's just, they start crying usually. And it's amazing. Do you like that? Do you like it when they do that guy? Yeah. All right, cool. Wow. <laughs> let me, uh, let me uh, explain how we do it over in Narcotics Anonymous at the convention, okay? So we have it at the uh, the big meeting Saturday night after the big banquet. Okay, first they have a big banquet before the meeting, right? And the banquet tickets are like a fucking $100 a chair. So if you're new in recovery and you were sucking dick for crack about a you're month ago, <laughs> now you get invited to the fucking convention. Everyone's like, oh, everybody loves the convention. Everybody loves the NA convention. It's going to change your life, right? And you show up and you ain't got a fucking pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. You ain't got a fucking dollar in your pocket. And you walk in and all these fucking dickheads that have been cleaning NA for a long time are wearing their shittiest fucking ugly expensive suit, right? The nicest fucking Levi's, their fucking bolo ties or whatever the fuck they're wearing, right? And they all have $100 fucking plates and they're all sitting up at the front of the fucking room, right? Eating fucking steak dinners. While you're standing outside saying, oh, well, this is the big meeting. I'm supposed to wait here. My sponsor should wait here and go in here, right? So you're in there, and you finally go in, right? And they have a main speaker who sometimes is good, sometimes suck balls, but whatever. They have the main speaker. And finally, they get to the point where they do the big clean time countdown. Everybody in 30 years, stand up at your table. And, like, three people stand up. Everybody in 25 years, 20 years, 10 years, they do this whole countdown, right? And, you know, they get to a year and, like, fucking by then, 95% of the room is standing up. <laughs> and they get to, to uh, five months, six months, uh, well. 60 days, 30 days, right? And then after 30 days, they got these two assholes that are standing up at the fucking, up on stage at the, at the microphone, and they're taking turns saying, 30 days, 29 days, 28 days. And by this time... A bunch of the rich assholes that have been sitting up in the banquet tables eating their steak dinners. They start getting fucked self-righteous and they go up and they stand by the stage and they're like, everybody, all the newcomers, as we count off your names, get up and come up to the stage. We got something for you. And so all of a sudden, all these people, <laughs> like they're still dope sick and dirty. And they all get up, right? And they waddle up to the front of the stage and then you got this row of fucking rich assholes or self-righteous as fuck and they're like oh my god you made it you got 12 days clean give me a hug and they're hugging them so these poor fucking dope sick idiots are going up towards the stage and they have to stop and hug a bunch of fucking strange assholes a bunch of rich strange assholes right and the bad thing is is then you get down to like five days four days and these people i mean they look fucking wrecked they look like they're still fucking drunk, right? And they're like staggering sideways towards the stage. And the self-righteous asshole line has got 200 people now. So now they have to stop and let 200 fucking weird strangers fucking hug on them, you know, while they're fucking hungry. And the fucking rich assholes just did a steak dinner right in front of them, right? And they're like, ah! And then it gets even worse, man. They're like, I've got your big book. Take a, get the basic text. Take the basic text. And then it gets even worse. 
these fucking assholes start giving them these fucking homemade blankets, these <laughs> blankets, and wrapping them around the newcomers. Oh my God, you only have two days to leave. Put this blanket on and go up to the microphone to tell everybody you only got two days clean so we can all feel better about ourselves. <laughs> Man, fuck those self-righteous fucking assholes at the convention and fuck the fucking convention. Conventions are for dicks. I don't care what you say. Oh, man. Come on. I guess you never got a blanket, huh, JR? Or a stick. <laughs> you need a blanket? No. <laughs> that seems like it would be pretty uh, pretty rough to, to be up there for two days and to be put on the blast like that and wrapped in a blanket, though, I'll, I'll admit. You get a free blanket out of the deal. They're probably going to go, oh, man. <laughs> Come on. It's fucking ridiculous. And as far as I can tell, it's just a bunch of fucking people with 10 years clean jerking themselves off saying, <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm so much better than all these newcomers. They'll tell you it's the opposite. It's like, oh, but the beauty and the magic and the majesty of all these newcomers, it's beautiful. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. These poor fucking people, they just got the fucking needle out of their arm. They're probably still bleeding on their fucking sleeve. Leave these poor fuckers alone. Yeah, that's rough. It's, yeah, man. It's it's (laughs) self-righteous as far as I can tell. Okay, so when they're doing this too, so they're like, go up to the microphone and tell them, you know, how much time you got. And the whole room of self-righteous assholes is chanting, Keep coming back. Keep coming back. Keep coming back. It sounds so stupid. I hate it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'll be sitting at my fucking table, in my fucking $100 fucking seat, fucking banquet seat up there, looking around at everybody at the table thinking, you guys look like assholes. You sound like assholes. I'm not chanting, keep coming back with you because it sounds like bullshit. Um, some of these people are up there saying they got 10 days. And they ain't even got fucking 10 minutes, and I can tell them <laughs> they fucking zooted out of their fucking gourds. <laughs> and I'm not coming back. Yeah, stop coming back. Stop. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure you have bad experiences. There is That's some the good same stuff. experience every fucking year, bro. And so the last time we went, uh, my sponsor gave us a. Uh, Banquet tickets. My sponsor's rich. So he get away with that shit. He gave me two banquet tickets, one for me and one for Julie. And um, so we go up there to Burbank, and there's no parking, and you can't even pay to park. So we had to pay to park at a fucking uh, parking lot across the street, and it was like $35 to park. And then we had to go across the street and go into the, uh, the convention and even though we had banquet tickets, we didn't have registration badges. So we had to pay to register, even though this was the only time the entire weekend we were at the fucking convention, we had to pay for registrations, another $35 a piece. So I spent $105 to go eat this <laughs> shitty fucking steak dinner, listen to a self-righteous asshole of a speaker, and then watch all these poor fucking newcomers get exploited. It was priceless. Sounds priceless. Money. No, it's not priceless. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. 
God, and then, okay, so it's not just my sponsor, man. I got friends that are like, oh my God, I love the convention. Life changing. I got one buddy, man. I don't know if he listens to the Four Point Plan podcast, but he's going to be pissed off at me if he does. But like, he always says, I got sober. My first week sober was a convention, and I went to the convention. It changed my life. It changed my life. It changed my life so much that next year I was out shooting heroin. Uh, for like three more years, and then I came back, and I love the convention so much, man. I love the convention. You did. I loved it so much. I stayed clean for seven years, and then I started doing drugs again. I had to go back to the detox again, but now this year I'm sober again. I'm going. I love the. I'm going to go to the convention. Life changing. Love the convention. Yeah, motherfucker, you're a chronic relapser. I'm not sure the convention's really fucking working. Maybe you do the four point plan. Maybe you'd say, I don't need no convention. I don't need no self-righteous assholes wrapping me in a fucking blue blanket. Maybe what I need is going to 90 meetings in 90 days, call my sponsor, get a home group, and get commitment. Because when I talked about what I did Friday night, yeah, I went to that first meeting of the fucking AA convention, but I left when I heard that lady bore the shit out of me. But before that, I went to my home group, which was not a convention. It was a fucking home group. I went to a fucking home group meeting. There was only about half the people that were supposed to be there because the other half were at the fucking convention dressed up like assholes. But half of us were there. (laughs) That was a good fucking meeting. I liked that meeting. Yeah. Guy was there. That that meeting was about, yeah, I was at that home group before I went to the convention on Friday night. And um, I love that meeting too. It's a positive, upbeat meeting. It was, it was had a lot of, a lot of positive vibes flowing there. And I don't know. I saw a lot of that at the convention, too. I see. Maybe it depends on what I'm looking for. I don't know. But I got it. I got it throughout this weekend. I got some good experiences at the convention. Nice. So there, uh, there is some there might not, it might not be all great. Sure. But it was good. I was happy I went. <laughs> I'm going to go again after this podcast. Tell me about the uh the dance brother oh man it's not it wasn't as as good because you're not you don't have a you don't have dance partners all around you like like we normally do on the dance floor but for what it was it was it was cool i enjoyed dance where's your dance at right there in the or outside or no on friday oh yeah we're i was out by the moonlight on friday night and then uh on last night uh I was in, I was in the den. Show us how you did it. Like the dance floor. Can you show us a little bit how you did it? Oh man, I need some music first. It's on. It's no. playing it. <laughs> I can hear it. Uh, that's for, <clears throat> that's for um, a, a paid uh, podcast right there. <laughs> Those dance moves aren't free. Oh, you're not gonna dance for it. Huh? <laughs> You, you can dance for the people at the, the convention. Yes. For us. That's all right. Most people listen to this thing anyways. They can't see you. They don't care if you can dance. I imagine you're a pretty funky dancer. Oh, man. It was fun. You got that beard. Yeah, you probably could monkey, dance. Like you got the monkey face. The wacky knee. It was cool, man. It was, a, it was a good dance. Now it makes sense because, you know, Friday, Friday night dance, there was like 25 people that were constantly dancing the whole time. I'm like, man, these people really feel it. I'm like, I don't think I could ever do that. I don't think I could get into it. Like, I mean, in person, I'm not really a dancer. 
Wait, they were professional paid dancers? I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're no. paid or if it was a commitment. No, not. I don't know. I think about it, now that, that guy said that he has a dancing commitment, I'm thinking that maybe they were all just <clears throat> commitment dancers. Yeah. I thought they just came into it. There was one that was, I'm pretty sure that she probably could have got paid from some how she was dancing. <laughs> he sure just got moves, man. I was like, wow. get paid to dance. She might have. We just got moves. She brought her kitties into it and all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, wild dance moves. Yeah, I was dancing with her last night. I'm I'm sure. what you, you mean? God damn it. We are on Zoom. This is a virtual world. How the fuck are you going to dance with somebody in the virtual world? It doesn't make any goddamn. What the fuck are you talking about, guy? <laughs> well, you, you can get pretty close to your camera, then you can call each other out and. Fuck you. Are you fucking shitting? <laughs> It was fun, man. It's dancing. I can't really close my. Let's dance. Get real close to me and we can dance. Yeah. Fuck. Got... Fuck. It was fun, JR. I'm telling you, it was fun. Tell me that you went to your friend's house. The main thing, yeah. one of the things we oh, talk about all the. Hey, wait, one of the things we talk about all the time on this podcast is having fun and sobriety. And at the meetings that we go to, too, we have fun there. We we do enjoy enjoy ourselves in in uh, sobriety, right? And one of those things that we can do is dance in sobriety. I'm kind of, I'm kind of skeptical on bringing Jr. onto the committee because you know his expectations are kind of high, and if his expectations get disappointed, he's gonna yeah. See, Jr.'s dancing now. That's what. That's you. There you go. Shake your groove thing. So ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous idea. I don't know whose fucking idea was it. Who came up with the idea? <laughs> I hate dancer. What what is going on here? Conventions are insane. Uh, conventions have lost lost their mind. So guy, did you tell me you went to your friend's house and you guys set up like mood lighting and like Strobe lights and dance lights, and you guys were dancing together. There was dance. Yes, it was fun, Jr. You and Casey, you and that dude was dancing together. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I, I didn't see. Oh no, I, I saw Casey momentarily Friday, but then he left. No, I was talking about Saturday night. They had another dance last night too. They had a dance on. He was twerking. Yeah. I did some twerking. I did some working. I, I saw. Some- uh, I saw. I saw uh, Sal. A fellow four point. A fellow four point planner Sal last night. Dancing? No. <laughs> dancing. Not he dancing. Dance. 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 An alert at the convention. Come to the Saturday night dance. Guest dancer, JR. From the four point plan. Four point plan dancers. I don't know. If you're on the committee and you, you don't like it, you're gonna you're just gonna, <laughs> you're gonna poison it the whole time. Yes, I'm coming to join the committee to sabotage the committee. <laughs> I'm gonna destroy it from the inside. You might talk, you might mold, yeah. Yeah, yeah, most of my hatred is for the NA convention. Yeah, why don't you? Most of it. Just most of it. Gangsters in the AA in our area. Um, 
Gangsters or gangsters? Hey, if you want to, man, you can go with me to the NA convention next year, and I'll point at people I don't like. I'll be like, I don't like that person. <laughs> Looks like an idiot. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Where was it at? Did they have one this year? Uh, no. They had it online, and it was right. stupid online as well. Not nearly as many people. For their main meeting, there were like 30 people. You guys oh, had like 800 people. They had like 30 people. <laughs> Well, I think it's a good idea to have them. It's not going to hurt. I don't know. It gets people around each other that are in recovery. Not everybody's going to get along with each other in this world. I know that. Not everybody's the same, but if it gets, if it helps out some people by having a convention, I say it's all right. Okay, but here's the thing. All right, I go to a lot of meetings. I go to a lot of meetings. Let's talk about <laughs> I got more experience going to NA conventions, okay? So I get a lot of NA meetings, right? And uh, like seven days a week, I'll be in an NA meeting. Uh, I see people, I know the people that go to lots of meetings. I, I recognize my friends. Usually the people that are there a lot, I, I become friends with because I go to a lot of meetings. And then I go to this convention, right? And there's fucking like 5,000 people there. And there's like fucking 10 of us that go to lots of meetings. And then there's like, 4,990 people that hardly ever go to fucking meetings, but they love getting dressed up like assholes and going to a convention, and that bothers me too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have a convention with those 10 people, and the rest of y'all can <clears throat> fuck yourselves. Being at that convention might get them to go to more meetings, and who knows? Yeah, or more rehabs, or more crack dealers, who knows? Hey, last year when we went in person, you JR went with me. Um, early Sunday morning, like we like it is right now, early Sunday morning to the AA convention. Phenomenal. And there's two guys that I know that that were brand new in recovery, and they got asked to speak at that AA convention early, early Sunday morning. And having JR and myself there had a profound effect on them at that convention experience. Both of those guys who had a, they only had a few months so, or maybe a month, one month sober at the time, 30, not even 30 days. Those guys are sober today and they always talk about JR being at that convention and supporting them when they were nervous as hell, sharing their story at 30 days sober at the convention. That's because hey. last year it was the Sunday morning, it was 5 30 in the morning, and me and yeah. showed up. And one of them is guy's sponsee. And yeah, they never right. forgot that, man. They love the fact that we were there cheering them on and giving them support. And yeah. That time I heard your sponsee's story about having a collection of bourbon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking awesome. Like, wow, you collect bourbon? Uh, that'd be like, yeah, they had a wall. <laughs> it is wrecking. They, they asked me to speak last year at the convention. Now they had, what, seven months? It was right. nerve wracking. Last year was my first experience, too. Wait, why did we go to see everybody else? We didn't go see Sean. I, don't know, I probably didn't promote it like like he did. I don't know. Um, Sean's shy. Yeah, he probably didn't tell us. He probably was embarrassed to tell us. <laughs> probably because we weren't on friend terms yet. We couldn't have, we couldn't have each other's phone numbers at that point. Where, um, what? I don't know, even know if you remember. What time was your meeting there? Which one was it? Was that a quality uh, meeting? Yeah, was it like three, three in the afternoon or something? 
Oh, nice. So you were probably awake, I'm sure. Well, I was probably getting ready for the dance. <laughs> Six hours away. <laughs> <laughs> Takes him a while to get ready. Oh, yeah. I did practice those Napoleon Dynamite moves. <laughs> uh -oh. Good guy. Yeah, it was fun. So this year's convention was good. Next year's convention is going to be better because we're all going to be on the planning committee together. Yeah. We're going to get some of those inflatable sumo outfits so we could sumo wrestle. Yeah, you have to go to the committee planning meetings once a month. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. What are you talking about? Starting in uh, April. Once a month. Uh, the, the pandemic <clears throat> will be happening in April. Yes, I think we're, yeah. Well, Everything will probably start getting back to normal around July. Okay, patience. I'm, I'm ready. Been my prediction from the beginning. 18 from the months. Kit. 18 months, you told me. 18 months. Start in March and end this July. Hopefully, we can get fucking vaccinated. Sean isn't allowed to get vaccinated because he took an antibody. Uh, Serum, a fucking uh, incredible Serum. Hulk Bruce Banner fucking cocktail. Fucking monoclonal, monoclonal. You like me when I'm mad. He took the super soldier serum. He's turned into Captain America. So you don't need no fucking vaccine. Hulk mad. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Uh, come on. Eventually, I'll need it, I'm sure. Hopefully, we can get it soon. Uh, working in treatment, we need it, but uh, trust God, you know, everything will work out the way it's supposed to. So far, me and Guy have been lucky. Sean's the only one that can't smell what the rock is cooking. 50%. <laughs> I'm back to 50%. 50% smell and taste? Yeah, two, almost three months, two and a half months later. And you know, they, they could be long-term effects. Hey, speaking of which, man, how's uh, everybody else? Good, hanging in there, getting better. Okay. Alive. Send our love and support. What is it? Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Frank and beans. <laughs> Send our Franks and beans. Yeah. Franks and beans. Franks and beans. This <laughs> <laughs> <is> my baseball. <laughs> Have you seen my wiener? <laughs> what did you say? What is his name? Chip? <laughs> See, that's what happens when we go to conventions, man. You get to shoot the Shoot the crap with everybody and have fun and tell jokes. Yeah, it's fun. Be self-righteous and think that your fucking shit don't sink and think you're <laughs> the hottest things since sliced bread, fastest runner, everything. Yeah. A blanket. <clears throat> have people up like burritos. Pigs in blankets, but they're addicts in blankets. Keep going back. <laughs> apparently in iran they have a similar tradition but at the end of their uh convention they shoot you in the face they chant go help somebody go help somebody go help somebody now that i could get behind because that's like uh being a service like doing the four-point plan uh getting a commitment right go help somebody go help somebody go help somebody i can feel that man i am digging that but keep coming back to me, that implies 
go get high again, and then come on back again, and then go get high again, and come on back again. Keep coming back. Keep coming back. We're going to stay clean, but we want you guys to keep coming back to make us feel good about ourselves. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, JR, one good thing about, about conventions is they have marathon meetings. They have meetings round the clock on the half hour. Every half hour they have a meeting. I love every it. half hour they have a new meeting starting. Listen, and brother, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, because this is important for our newcomers, the people that are doing the four-point plan, that are new to the four-point plan. Okay. We tell you to do 90 meetings in 90 days. Well, American right. meetings at the convention run straight for like 62 hours straight, right? So if you don't sleep and you stay up. And you go to every single marathon meeting, you could get 62 meetings in three days. Three. And then over the next <laughs> three, eight, seven days, <laughs> you only have to go to 28 more meetings. And that's still 90 and 90. See, <laughs> if you're a mathematical genius, you can figure out this 90 and 90 thing and really take advantage of the convention. The convention is there to help you get many of your 90 and 90 knocked out in the first few days. So why not? It counts to me. Sean and Guy try to argue with me about not counting, but it counts to me, man. If you go to a meeting, even if don't give them any ideas. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm giving people ideas. <laughs> go to as many of those meetings as you can because they fucking <clears throat> count, man. They count. I think the reason you're supposed to do it over a three-month period is for the long-term, <laughs> for long-term memory. Sean doesn't like the idea that he's like, I didn't think about that. I could have done all mine no, right I there. Weekend. No, I, I could not have. I could not have. It didn't count. Uh, In my survival, it didn't count. Hey, I, did do, you, I do one meeting every day for ninety days, three months. Yeah, and that's that's the idea of it. <clears throat> but if they go to a lot of meetings on a marathon weekend, that's even better. That's good. No, too. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So what about when you? Yeah, look at the. Foot? Foot. That was a that was a isolated. I broke my foot. I know, but you didn't foot. go meeting at that. <laughs> then. I, I was in the hospital that day, and the so next day I, I made I did I made up one the next day. Okay, so right? you made up one. So you went to two meetings in one day, and that counted. That one, yes. So if I went to twelve meetings today at the marathon meetings, that should count too. It's twelve. That's what. Sure. Yes. I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> argue with you. Hey, if you're sponsoring me now, I want to know what, what's going on. Ninety meetings in ninety days, not ninety meetings in three days. <laughs> yeah, it's not 90 and 3, JR. <laughs> 72 and 3. So that's not even, that not even bad either. It's not 90 and 9. I bet the tweakers would love that. 90 means in nine days. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you can do it at the Valley Club because they have 10 meetings a day. Yeah, you're going to be so shot out of going to. 72 meetings in a weekend. You're not going to make any connections with people. You're going to be tired. You're going to have a beer because you're, you're there so much you can't even shave. Yeah. Look at me, man. What do you think happened? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what 90 and 9 days does to you right there. 90 and 9. <clears throat> no, it's not 90 and 9. It's 90 and 90. It's get a sponsor. It's get a home group. And it's get a commitment. Listen, y'all. This is a program designed to help people get sober and stay sober. You can do this, and I believe in you. And if you want to do it by going to conventions, fucking go to conventions, man, and have a blast. 
If you want to do it by just going to meetings, go to meetings. But what you can't do is you can't do this shit alone. You can't sit at home by yourself and willpower yourself into sobriety. It's not how it fucking works. It never fucking works. An addict alone is a bad oh. company. If you're alone thinking that you got this because you're so smart, uh, you're going to fucking use again. You're going to get loaded. So don't trust you. Go be around other people. Even if it's on fucking Zoom, find a way to connect to other people and get sober and stay sober. Do 90 meetings in 90 days. Get a sponsor. Get a home group. Get a commitment. Do these four things and watch your life transform into a life beyond your wildest dreams. It happened for me. It happened for my friends. It could happen for you. Tell them, Sean. Do 90 meetings in 90 days or 200 meetings in 90 days. But the key fact is 90 days. Do at least 90 meetings in 90 days. Get a sponsor. Call that sponsor. Make sure he knows your phone number. Make sure he knows about your life. What about three? All right, home group and commitments coming here also. Home group. Go to a meeting that, that you regular every single week. At that same exact time, the same meeting, and you will get to know those people in those 90 days, and then it will extend. You get a you get a job or a duty that you do at the meeting, a service commitment. You do that, you're gonna to get to know people there, and they might say, Man, you do such a good job as a greeter at this meeting. We're gonna invite you to be a greeter at the convention, and that is huge. Woo, you can't be a greeter. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal. You know, I spoke at DNA convention one time. I mean, I'm always bad mouth at the convention, but I did kind of like it when I spoke. You had a pretty good speaker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not saying I got an ego problem and I'm self-obsessed or anything. You wore a tuxedo <laughs> shirt. <laughs> you wore a tuxedo shirt, didn't you? No, I, I went and bought it. <laughs> I'm going to wear one. I, went no, I, wore, I wore my hell kit my belt. I did not wear my belt. <laughs> I, hey, you know what I did? I rented a room at the hotel. I was so fucking, I was like, yeah, after after I speak, there's going to be lots of ladies all throwing themselves at me. I'm going to need a nice big hotel room to take them all back to. <laughs> what a self-righteous asshole eating steak, weren't you? Yeah. You, <laughs> I ordered a steak in my room. I had, you had I, the Throwing little pieces of steak out to people. He had, he had the blue blanket, the blue blanket commitment that year. <laughs> you were passing out blankets. Oh, that was a that was a good convention when JR spoke. That was the best convention there was. I don't care where you got to get in, get in where you fit in, man. Get your recovery where you yeah. get recovery. Some people get in conventions, some people don't. It's all good, man. Just as long as you go to ninety meetings, ninety days, get a sponsor, get a home group, get a commitment. You got a fighting chance, man. It's called the four-point plan. I believe in it. It worked for me. It can work for you. If it doesn't work for you, come and let me know, and then maybe we'll change it to a five-point plan. I don't fucking know. But it's working so far. Four-point plan, baby. Woo! What do you say? Four-point plan! Yeah. That's right. No outro music today? There it is. Oh, someone say music. Time to dance. Oh, yeah. Oh. This is the part of Sprockets where we dance. Yeah! Thank God he's got pants on. (laughs) Four point plan, baby. Loving it.
Oh, that's what it is. Dita. It was on last week. I saw Dita. Sprockets. I have become tiresome. Now's the time on Sprockets when we die. <laughs> that's how they dance on that. My death has been crossed. My name is Dita. I'll see the dance. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 